All right, everybody, welcome to the Three Point Stance podcast with myself, Caleb, and my co-host, D. Gray. Man, 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 we super excited, man, to get out, kick this uh, first episode of Three Point Stance off, man. Uh, man, super thrilled, man, right to get into some draft analysis, man, some draft profile with some incredible guys, man. Um, man, you, you, you guys in the world have voted on our guys that you wanted us to pick on, and um, today we will be discovering more about, well, I want to say discovering, we'll be diving more into Joey Porter Jr. I mean, um, that name is no unfamiliar name around the south side of Pittsburgh, but um, this time we're talking about the son, not the dad. So today we'll be covering, for our first draft profile today, we'll be covering um, Joey Porter Jr., man, Penn State guy, has a lot of great size, man. Me and Caleb has been talking about this, man. Uh, just a tremendous player overall, man. A guy that's uh, I feel like can really come, come help in uh, in spaces where that is needed, especially with the defense. They like to run with a physical steel curtain defense. You know what I mean? So, Caleb, man, just talk about some of your thoughts, man. When you when, when you think about Joey Porter, you think about his length, you think about his physicality. He, like you said earlier, he he plays corn like his dad played linebacker. What type of scheme or what type of player you think he would fit in with when it comes to him being drafted to the Steelers? I mean, it's it, to me, it's almost like when, you know, Joey Porter and his wife, you know, gave birth to Joey Porter Jr. Yeah. It was like they like he was just made to be a Steeler from that day. And it's just mm-hmm. weird how the timeline matched up with his draft process, you know. One of our top needs right now is a corner. Yeah, we, we signed Patrick Peterson, but you put Patrick Peterson with a guy like Joey Porter Jr. And Joey can, you know, feed off of Patrick Peterson's, you know, knowledge and everything like that. I mean, he's got the perfect size. He's six six two. What what was it? Uh, two 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 hundred something pounds. Yeah, I mean six six two one ninety three. Man, I mean, uh, so I mean, me personally, I think that he's he's definitely a big corner, man. I mean. In this league right now, uh, first I thought about when I think of his size at six two, man. I think about red zone when back in the day you had like Calvin Johnsons and those guys in the in the red zone. You knew just just throw it up with those little corners head. But this this won't be relevant for a guy like him of his stature. You know what I mean? Being at six two is like he can contest a lot of passes. Yeah, I know a lot of people talk about well his forty is subpar for a corner. I mean, but you got to think about his length is going to make up for most of that. You know what I mean? Is he don't have to be a four two guy when you have arms almost of a nine footer or eight foot or however long them arms is and I'm saying it comes to a wingspan but <laughs> man the guy arms are super long so he gets beat by two three yards he can dive out there and, and, and make one hand pick it who knows his arms are so long so yeah with that being said just that it gives him a lot of little he gives him a little more leeway when it comes to you know what I'm saying his 40 yard diet dash time I mean let's talk about it Caleb I mean the guy it, it, he, he's a little more slower but I mean hey he got long arms that a lot of people don't have so I think that shouldn't be an issue when it comes to his draft stock, I will say. I mean, I think he's a hell of a player. I mean, I don't really think – I don't see guys passing up on him because it's 40 time. I just don't see it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't either. I, I think some people um, – because there was rumors that he would run a 4-3, and that's kind of what he was putting out there. But, you know, all those – all the DBs, they, they say we're going to run a 4-2, 4-3, which, you know, I, on the field he looks faster than, you know, what is uh, 40 – 40 gives i mean usually if there's separations it's about maybe one or two yards and then he's able to he's got that closing speed that you want to see 
with those long, I mean, long let's arms. Let's be real, too. bro. We're talking about the combat here, bro. Like, the most unrealistic things. I mean, I know they like to draw these type of statistics together and say, oh, if he runs this, I mean, he's going to be a hell of a player. I mean, maybe. I mean, I know for me, when it came out of the combat, I mean, for me, it's like I have a lot of these experiences and I can kind of see exactly what they was doing. But uh, – they, I think they said more of the, oh, if a lineman did a bad three-cone drill, those results, then those guys not playing a long time in the league or not being successful in the league because, oh, his broad jump wasn't at an eight or nine or something like that as an offensive lineman. I mean, I can see, like, okay, yeah, like his broad jump may be strong and be long and he better jump a long distance. That means he has a lot of power. But that's not the case. Maybe you just didn't train really well for it. But that don't mean that you're not a good football player. It don't mean that you're not going to pan out in the NFL because of one bad number. You know what I mean? So yep. I just think sometimes the NFL combine and a lot of people around the world can get caught up in the statistics of that. And sometimes just people just not good test takers. That don't mean a lot of, a lot of people don't pass tests in school. Do that mean they bad 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 students or just don't know how to learn? No, it just means they're not good, good test takers. And the same thing mm-hmm. for this thing right here, man. He just wasn't a good test taker when it came to his speed of the 40-yard dash. But he's a great football player. And I think, man, I'm not passing up on a guy like that with that type of length, man, and especially not a person that had a dad that was a killer, a linebacker, man, that's in his ear every day. I'm taking that guy. And by the way, Joey yeah. Porter, uh, I think he's coaching at the XFL right now. I believe so, yeah, with uh, yeah. San Antonio, I think with Heinz Ward. Yeah, Heinz yep, with Heinz Ward. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in, in especially in our division, too, because, look, we got Amari Cooper. That's wide receiver one in Cleveland. We got Odell. Yeah. You know, he's in Baltimore. No, he's never no. he's never really been a concern when he was with Cleveland. But, you know, that's still he still can be a threat. And what? then, you know, you go you go over to Cincinnati, and they got about six of them that can uh, produce over there. Right. Um, so yeah. the more corners, the better, especially this day and age in the NFL. You need corners to beat, you know, the and, Patrick And, and one thing I can say about Mike T, man, Mike, Mike T, man, Mike T is a guy that really preaches physicality. He loves mm-hmm. physicality. He loves A players. A players meaning guys that come in and does it and they don't need to be told what to do. And he loves guys like that, the guys that come in and own their shit. So with that being said, I mean, I don't know how to use my family, but that's kind of how he speaks. He want people to own their stuff, you know what I mean? And um, Joey Porter coming in, man, I think if he, they, they choose to choose him at 17th, if he make it to 17th, I think that he's going to come right into a great scheme where he understands the the the, the culture of Pittsburgh. His dad, He watched his dad play in that type of defense for all those years with Palomalu and all those great players and uh, seeing the physical, physical players they had, Ryan Clark. Knocking dudes out, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. he is is not going to be no other mission for him to come in and do nothing but knock people out because that's all he knows, you know what I mean. So if he does opposite, I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked. I mean, hey, y'all can y'all, y'all can close our podcast down. I'll be shocked if he doesn't come <laughs> in and put hands on people. You can close the three yeah. point stands yeah. now before it gets started. This guy, they take him <laughs> at seventeen. He will be a physical specimen, man. And uh. They got great pieces there already, man. I'm, I'm super excited about James Pierre re- returning back to Steelers. I think he was a great player since the day I was there. You know what I mean? An uh, undrafted guy. Should have been a draft pick the way he plays. But, hey, he wasn't. He's still there. And I think that he would be a great addition to the, 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 the defense they have already. And he's very – like, that's a um, – as far as size-wise, I don't know – I don't quite know James Pierre's wingspan. But, I mean, size-wise, they're they're – Close in the same size. I think Pierre's actually got the speed, but the, you know we're gonna. I, I don't say, think, say I don't, back. 
Yeah, I don't think James Pierre about tall as uh about tall as uh Joy Porter Jr. Now Pierre might be about about five eleven six feet maybe, but Porter yeah. man, that, that's a different type of cat right there. Now, and I guess I'm super excited to see if he lands in Pittsburgh because uh with his dad's background, man, I, it's just like it's just success is written all over his forehead. He has no other way. And I know my T man, he loves physical guys, man. Uh, I mean, I'm just thinking about some of the guys over the time I was there, man. Uh, I mean, I was, some of the physical guys. I mean, I think Steve Nelson Pratt was a pretty physical corner at the time. He was pretty physical. He'd come yeah. up and make play. Let's think about Mike Hilton. He, I mean, yeah. he's a nickel. Physical. Dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I mean, think about the things he's done in Cincy. I mean, just a physical guy, man. I'm just like physical, physicality is always preached around there. And I think that he's just a perfect fit for him. I don't see why that it'd be another other reason why to not go with this guy with the 17th pick. Yeah, it's you know Joey Porter Jr. is a hot topic in Steeler Nation. You know, it's um, a lot of people think he's overhyped uh, and that they just want him because of the Joey Porter connection or, right. or that he's in. And that might uh, be the case though. That might be the case. I mean, let's be real. It might be the case because of his dad. That would be cool to say Joey Porter and Joey Porter. Yeah, man, that's cool. But at the same time, you can't take away from the kid's playing ability. He can play. Mm-hmm. He's a ball hawker, as we spoke. As I watched some of his highlights, I mean, I mean, he smothers, he's smothering some of these wide receivers. I mean, these guys are trying to get the ball on these little tight little catches, and he's all over it. I mean, it sometimes yeah. looks kind of close to a, a pass in the ferns, how bad he, how bad he all over it. <laughs> Is it a bad yeah. route or a bad pass? One of them. So, yeah. Yeah, and then this you kind of talk about bad. that. You you kind of talk about that uh, ball hawk in him, which yeah, I mean he he had the low interception numbers, but that's where you talk about you know he's always there on those high. Uh, he's got the high pass breakup um, yep. stats, which means he's always there. The interceptions yep. are going to come. He's touching yep. the ball. The interceptions yep. will come, and I mean he's. I mean, there's there's not much more to say about it because I mean he's on those receivers like glue, like we said. And if you look, some of his best games were against my, you know, my school, Ohio State. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's wide receiver you over there. And he, he's, he's a dog against them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, hey, he, he definitely held his own against all some of the best receivers in the country. You know what I mean? So it, it's literally – it's nothing bad I can really say about him. I could just say for him, for being a, being a taller guy – my advice would be him for him is to make sure he's definitely taking full advantage of any type of mobility exercise that's being provided right now before he gets to the league because these receivers are very agile, they're very slippery, they're very athletic, can break down and go just like that. And if you think this is going to be college, where he's going to be able to hold and grab onto guys and be play physical, yeah, never think coming. Training camp will be living yeah. hell for him. So I think yeah, not, he, if I know him, like I think you're gonna know him, a guy that really is connected about his craft. I think he will take mobility serious, knowing that he his body type is just a little more blessed than others. He's six two, mm-hmm. long yeah. wingspan. Hey, he had to own it. He had to own being stiff a little bit in the hips and playing a little high, causing may cause a couple DPIs because he might get beat, can't break down quick enough. Guy get around him. Hey, it happens, but he has to get on top of that quick. Cause that's a lot of some of the knocks I see right now. This is he's very stiff in the hips. Hey, mm-hmm. me too. Being a bigger guy, that 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 happens. So, I think that's the only thing that could be holding him down is just flexibility and mobility for him. Yeah, yeah, and that's I mean, 
like we we went to the back to the physicality on it and you know you want a corner like that to you know be head up with the jamar chase because all you got you just got to get in their receivers heads you're constantly just punching them in the mouth you right. know they're gonna they're gonna falter they're gonna they're gonna crumble in a, a game atmosphere nine times right. out of ten you know there's right. there's always you know those one of ones and you know jamar chase I, is I'm, a very I'm, very I'm good in- receiver yeah, I'm intrigued to see exactly like how he is in tough adversity. I would love mm-hmm. to see him in an adversity an adversity like setting to see how he responds. Because yeah. he he's definitely gonna get tested in Pittsburgh if he does get the opportunity to get drafted there, lo and behold. Because he's they definitely gonna test him there. You know what I mean? They they do a lot of situational ball there in Latrobe or wherever it is on the south side. So they 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 gonna bring out you know, I mean, cower in him if it's if there is some in him. So my thing is, uh, I was really intrigued to see how he responds to adversity because uh, if he responds really well, I mean, everybody knows his first time going to the league, rookie year, things like that gonna happen, things gonna happen to you that you never seen before. But how well do he respond to those things he never seen before to continue to be a pro, to continue to grow and be a guy they rely on this season? So with that said, with that being in, in mind, I mean, all I think think about is a dad, man, being there in his ear every day to help him understand how he needs to grow as an NFL pro, and that's gonna be the quickest thing for him to understand how to be a pro because when you got this much hype around you, you don't have time to be a regular kid, a rookie kid. You know what I mean, that's coming in and want to have fun because you got too much hype around the name last name Porter right now, especially in Pittsburgh. So. Yeah. It, it, it's, it comes with it, man. I mean, I mean, what's the slogan for much is given, much is expected? I mean, yeah. hey, he, he he got a lot on his plate right now. So, uh, I mean, I know he probably like, ah, I don't want to go to Pittsburgh. It's too many people probably waiting on me there. I don't want to play bad. But, hey, you want you want these moments right here because if you respond the right way, you'll be a superstar in Pittsburgh. You'll be a superstar. Yeah, I mean, if you talk about like, uh, like I'll kind of dive into his combine interviews a bit, and you know, a lot of questions were asked, like, how would you feel uh, if you were drafted by the Steelers and all this in Pittsburgh? And I mean, the man was glowing, glowing. And then yeah. you know, the Raven, like somebody asked him, well, how do you feel if you uh, got drafted by the Ravens? You know, just flat face. Yeah, he don't want it. He, uh, he don't so want. It. I mean, he so he, he wants to be in the NFL. But he yeah. wants to be he wants to be a Stealer. Yeah, that's one hundred percent, man. That's one hundred percent record. I understand it, man, because definitely you want to continue to live that, that legacy on, man. That your dad is building. Uh, I think he's the perfect guy to continue that off, man. He plays like it and everything. So I think that he 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 will be a great fit at seventeen. Me, if I had to if I had to put a, a draft number on him, I'm giving him an eight point five out of ten as a draft grade for the Steelers, taking him for seventeenth overall. I give him a, I give him an eight point five. You know what I mean? I, don't, I wouldn't give him a ten because there's still some concerns there because uh, it's concerns there because when I mean, I'm playing a corner position, man, like, it, it's tough, man. It's almost like coming in playing O line. It's tough because you play on the island. You know what I mean? You, know, you have to learn quick. I mean, the NFL is mainly a lot of – it's a lot of man-to-man going on in the NFL because there's a lot of blitzes and stuff going on. They're they trying to get to the quarterback. Yeah. They don't have time to be playing all these different coverages in the back, all these uh, cute coverages that help you cover a guy. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, there's times – I mean, it might be certain situations you do do those type of cute coverages. But for the most point, it's a lot of different blitzes coming to get that quarterback. So, my thing is – um he wanted to display a lot of great man to man. I mean, man to man press, being able to press, and all those type of things. So, 
man, I'm just excited to see how this goes. So I'll give him an 8.5, man, but I had to give my draft grade. Give him an 8.5. Solid player, though. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, you kind of um, talked about it like he'll have to prove his worth in, you know, a training camp, you know, if, you know, we are to draft him. And I mean, he's going to get plenty of work. You know, Deontay Johnson, yep. top five route runner in the NFL, in my opinion. And then you got the you got the freak over there. Your day one, George Pickens. George Pickens, baby. Like he'll 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 get Woo! plenty of. Uh, <laughs> I would love to see him lined up with George Pickens, boy. You know who I'm taking in that battle. Yeah. You know who I'm taking in that battle. Nice. <laughs> Man, Pickens gonna make him look something crazy. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just joking, George. Now, nah, since all love is all competition, man, we really hope you do come to Pittsburgh, man, because, man, y'all iron going to shop iron, and y'all boys going to have a great time on Sunday laughing at the opposing team when y'all both shut them down. You know what I mean? So, man, bro, like, man, so when you think about some of the NFL players that came before Joey Porter Jr., who do you see more of his game idolized behind? Mmm. <sighs> Six. I have yeah, mines. I got mines. That's that's a that's a good that's a good one. Mm. He's got size six two. Still a nation gonna be stuck on this one. This Ooh. gives us the whole still a nation something to think about. Because I mean, it's obviously Sauce is a better athlete, um, but as far as height wise, they're they're about the same. Man, if I had to give if I, if I had a if I had to answer that question, I'm going with Marlon Humphreys. Because of the simple fact that Marlon Humphrey yeah. is a physical player, he might not have the height as him. When I think about playing ability, I think about some of the resembles he shows, like all over defenders. Like defenders can't get the yeah. ball because he's like hands all over the ball. Like he's everywhere. He's punching at the ball. He's just so physical and you just tell he loved the game. And I, I really have to go with Marlon Humphreys with this one, man, because – and I know that's a, that's, a big, that's a big one because Marlon Humphreys is definitely an all-pro uh, corner or oh, safety, whatever you want to play. He can play it all. And – um that's kind of a, a big thing to put on his cat right now that's coming out and haven't done anything yet. But me personally, I just see when I look at his highlights, I see Marlon Humphreys in his game. You know what I mean? Just yeah. a dog, man. Yeah. Just a dog. He's just, he's one of those guys like a peasant. Just get off me, man. You all over my back. I can't get the ball. <laughs> he's one of those type of guys. I mean, it's, his yeah. play is not super pretty. He don't catch a lot of picks. You know, you that. He don't have a lot of picks, but he's just all over the ball. PBUs yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Just all over it. And I think that's a lot of Marlon Humphrey's game. I mean, he got a lot of picks, too, but at the same time, he's just a peasant. He's all over your back. And don't yeah. be running loosely with the ball. You see what he did to pit with the juju. He punched that yeah. out of clutch time. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a, that hey, was a Joey, rough. watching this one, Joey. When you see this one, get good at that peanut punch. Yeah, I'm telling you, that'll get you paid, <laughs> brother. <laughs> see, I, I, so now that you said Marlon Humphrey, I'm, I'm kind of going to throw it back a little bit, you know, you know uh, back to the, you know, Joey Porter senior days. Um, I see. I can see with the physicality portion of it. I would go with Ike. Ike Taylor. Okay. Ike Taylor. Ike pretty good. Better, I, I, Ike has. Uh, he was obviously he had more speed. Um, height wise, I think Ike's around that six foot six two range um, okay. off the top of my head. Um, okay. And you know Ike Taylor was always on the ball. He was always guarding the number one receiver. And I think Joey Porter's got that potential to be that guy to, you know, you could have him follow, which Pittsburgh doesn't traditionally do that anymore. But he he has that kind of talent, and he's always Definitely. there. And he's just that physicalness. Let me ask you this, Caleb. So if 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 we take we take Joey seventeenth overall, 
Joey gets the cap and things don't pan out. He's not the number one and two corner. Do you think he has a potential of being inside playing nickel? I'm throwing some good ones at you right I, now. I'm throwing some good ones. Yeah. I I would like to see them. I would like to see him try it, honestly. Like, why, yeah, why I, not see him all over this? I just throw it out there because, I mean, you, you want that talent on the field, but what scares me is his size. Inside, we're dealing yeah. with Danny Adamadola type of guys. I'm quick, speedy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So my thing is, how quick is this change of direction when you're talking about going yeah. inside like that? Man, because you're mm-hmm. dealing with some speed and small guys, man. And it's like, yeah. And I know it's all about putting your best, your best 11 on the field at the time. And my thing is, when it comes to that, and Joey is not your one and two, will Joey be your best 11 on the field if you're in a nickel or dime set? So here's what here's what I think will happen. Let's say we draft Joey Porter Jr. and you know we're in the nickel set. I see Patrick Peterson bumping into the nickel. I see Levi Wallace outside and oh God, uh, Joey, about Joey on the <laughs> and Joey on the outside. And then obviously you know James Pierre will probably be that you know rotational outside guy like he's like okay. he norm- normally has been. So you even have that. And uh, he played pretty well last year compared to the year before when we were going to thrust him into the starting lineup. So okay. I like that. Levi Wallace, JPJ, and uh, Pat Pete in the nickel. And he's got that veteran experience where you can tell him, you, you can tell him he's going to blitz, but he might see something. He's like, I, I'm not blitzing, and he's going to go get, you know, go get that interception. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh they repl- they've definitely got a good replacement in Pat P, man. Pat P uh, coming in and leading those young guys, man. Uh, with the departure of Joe Hayden, I mean, that was sad when to see leave. But uh, yes. they, they replaced him, replaced him with a, definitely another great veteran, man, that's going to come in there with the same type of swag and demeanor that's going to not only just help the team, but also just really hone in on that cornerback room, man, that help guys like Joey Porter Jr. that might be coming in on us with the 17th pick that can help this guy understand how to develop quickly, man, to to make an impact instantly. And I think that yeah. with Joey Porter tools, man, I mean, I see no reason why he should come and make an impact quick physically, but mentally is the mental part is always the hardest part for guys transitioning for the league. I know it's a struggle for me. I mean, it's a struggle for a lot of guys coming in. You gotta get the mental part, and I think that's gonna be the most important part for a guy like him that has all the physical tools to to make a key contributor into the games. But how does he make that mentally, though? That's up yeah. to him, and that's up to his, his efforts off the field to figure that out. But uh, and Pat P, I think he's gonna do a great job of having those guys physically ready, though, fundamentally. Yeah, and then you know another thing we didn't talk about was. A rookie cornerbacks or a young cornerbacks best friend is an elite pass rush. Guess what we have in Pittsburgh? What's that? We got a TJ Watt. We got a Cam Hayward. We got an Alex Alex Highsmith. And a potential. You know, at, uh, Bud Dupree. And a potential. Buddy, baby. Buddy Dupree, baby. <laughs> yep. Man. And then Larry, and we, we got, started, we got started, Larry O back too. Do do we have Tyson Alou coming back, or he's retiring? I believe he is a free agent. I believe he might be on the last year of his deal, but I still okay. think. Um, well, because we just uh, signed uh, Brendan Fio Fio 
Fihoko, I, I think that's how you say his last name. Uh, dude's, yeah. a, dude's a monster, so if they don't go and draft a defensive tackle uh, in the draft that's starter capable right away, he'll do just right. fine. Just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, like I said, definitely, man. We got a good front seven like that or front eight, depending on what they want to put in the box, front six or whatever the case may be. We got those type of numbers, man, those type of impact, impactful guys up there in the middle like that. It, it creates a lot of havoc for the O-line and the quarterbacks, and it helps out the DBs, man. So, man, Joey Porter could come into something that's really, really special about having that pressure on the quarterback to have those quarterbacks just throwing the ball up and giving you free interceptions, man, and – uh Hopefully, Joey, if you catch uh, more than you did in college in the league, you owe that to your D-line. Just letting you know that, yes. brother, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> man. And if- so, man, um, I know we're going to introduce something to the, to, to the fans and stuff like that called our three-point stance, man. Our show is called Three-Point Stance. And before we end off every show, we will give you our three-point stance. But before we get to that, Kate, do you have any more remarks about Joey? Yeah, I actually have a question for you. You've been asking me okay. these questions. I'm going yeah. to ask you a question. If there was one team you would be concerned about jumping in front of Pittsburgh to go get a Joey Porter Jr., what team would that be? Well, Pittsburgh is an ASC North, so <sighs> me personally, I just truly don't like the Browns. So I would just hate for the Browns or anyone in the FC North to get them because there's always been some issues when we play against the Browns or Cincinnati. Not more the Baltimore Ravens. They'd be pretty pretty cool to me when I play. But uh, the Browns and Cincinnati has always been an issue to me. I don't know why. But those two teams, I would just hate for him to be there because um, I just don't like those guys, man. I think those guys have always been – they just always had a type of swagger about them that they would just they run the north and they and it's never been the truth. <laughs> it's never been the truth. Like it's always like y'all yeah. walked around with the confidence of the AFC North champs, but always been the worst ones in the league. Like so, it's just like how do y'all do that? And I just like man, it's always been the ones like the Ravens. I mean, they might talk or chirp a little bit, but uh, they it's also was doing a they, they was always already killing stuff too. But it's always yeah. been those two chirping at the bottom of the standings every year, and those ones never done anything. I was like, mm, kind of weird. So I would hate to see him do that. I would hate to see that for his career. I'd hate to see his career go bad before it gets started. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would hate to see the man, the kid, go, kid dreams go bad before it gets started. And um, for him and all his possible fan base in Pittsburgh to ever just hate, dislike, dislike his whole life like that. So, I was just wanting to see him go to the North anywhere besides Pittsburgh. But other than that, man, he actually went to Washington, D.C. to the Redskins. That will be pretty cool to see him with Chase Young and stuff like that. And uh, and it's like Chase Young is a pretty decent, great player right now at a young cat himself. So him going around guys like that, I think that's young and doing it still, like De'Ron Payne and all those guys, I think that he had fit real good in with those type of guys too. So I think the, the yeah. commanders will be a good squad he can go into. Would he win a lot? Mm, that's a question mark. But will he get? Will he be a standout and a guy that's always getting attention kind of high like Chase Young and those guys will? Yes, I think he instantly, instantly come in and make an impact. Yeah. But will he get will he get the right coaching like he would in Pittsburgh? Ah, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that there's uh... – Obviously, there's always t- turmoil with the Washington Commanders. If I had to pick, if I had to pick a team, though, it, it would be like you said. I think it'd be the Ravens. There's a lot of hype coming out of Baltimore that 
you know, they're in love with Joey Porter Jr. and everything like that. And they've made jokes. Well, and they uh, getting Joey Porter Sr. to, you know, have to cheer for the Ravens, which I still don't think he would he'd cheer for his son. I don't know if he's cheering for them Ravens, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely, 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 man. All right, well, we got about three minutes left in the show, man. Uh, we're going to get right into our three-point stance, man, here right now. And uh, how this work is, we have three questions, man, or three points of the day. And today we have three questions, man. My first question I'm going to run off is to Caleb. Um, expectations for Joey, Joey Porter Jr. He gets drafted 17. Do you think he's an instant impactor or he's a developmental guy year one? I think he has the um, the talent to be an instant impact right away. I mean, we talked about the elite pass rush. Nope, nope, I'm not accepting that answer. Is he an instant <laughs> impactor or he's not? Uh, he, we all know that he has a 6'2 frame, 193, soaking wet. He might be 200. You know what I mean? He has all the capabilities. But will he be an instant impactor year one or will he be a developmental guy that's riding the pine? I think I think he'd be a I think he'd be a day one starter. They whoa uh, they want starter. I I think you see him in the base packages because he's he's a like we said he's a physical guy. You have Pat Pete out there. You know he's he's already going to go through that training camp, learning from Pat Pete, learning from you know Minka, learning from Levi Wallace. Yeah. He's he's going to be ready. Is, he's got. Is this so? Is, is it is this, is this crazy that I might throw this out here that uh. I see his body type being no no different from the, my guy Marcus Allen. What if he end up just don't pan out at corner and they move him to that linebacker spot like they did Marcus Allen from safety to linebacker? I just flipped it. I just flipped it on you. I was like, I don't see no difference between him and Marcus Allen. Wow, they both went to Penn State. Woo-hoo, nitty line. Whatever they did, that little symbol they made. Went from safety to linebacker, and this guy is the same size as Marcus, almost 200 pounds, and going from corner and give him 15 more pounds, he's a linebacker. He's in a box. I'm just so saying. If, so, If it were to go that route, I think you'd see the transition go from corner to safety, and then if yep. safety don't work, he's, he's probably going to get Devin bushed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, so Caleb answer to the first three-point stance question is, he's a day-one starter. We shall see if that one happens. 100%. Caleb, your question. It's getting spicy. (laughs) Why shouldn't they draft Joey Porter Jr.? Why shouldn't they? Well... Why reason why I say they shouldn't draft him, that's because I got to answer the question you asked me. Why I think they shouldn't draft Joey Porter Jr. is the simple fact that uh, Mike T, as you can see, Mike T loves young talent, but at the same time, he loves experience. Mike T is a guy that doesn't like to wait. He want to win now. And uh, what that makes, what, what that what that all saying is that bringing in a young cat like that that has a lot of ability, it takes nurturing him. It takes molding him. And that takes sometimes maybe years. We don't have time for that. The ball is getting thrown up in the air right now. We need someone to go do this right now, coming up in a few months in August. Who can go out there and cover a nine route? Is he the guy? We don't know. But my thing is, do we have time to figure out if he's the guy? Nope, let's go get Pat P, and let's go find another guy that may not be on Pat P's level but has some type of experience around the league that it doesn't take a lot of coaching. This guy know how to go yeah. play. He understands defense. He may have played in this game somewhere else, playing the same type of defensive scheme somewhere else, 
and it's not a lot of coaching. It's a lot of now tech and technical things. Now yeah. teach them how to be a pro. Now he get to go play instantly and make a key uh, contributor to the Steelers. That's why I think they pass up on him and go get a different position. So Derwin's answer is NFL readiness. <laughs> Definitely the NFL readiness. They, he, <laughs> guy, he, Mike T. Love guys is NFL ready. They don't need a lot of coaching. Oh, what the last one is. This is usually for our guests, but uh, we're, 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 we're spinning this one off right now with ourselves. Uh, with the addition of Joy Porter, we say, with the addition of Joy Porter, how does how, – how can I put this? We take Joy Porter 17. How does that shape that cornerback room for a lot of guys like James Pierre? Does that bump them down, or do you think that – just makes it more competition in the room. Do you think that when you get that guy, do like other guys in the room that may not be Pat P or Levi Wallace, do we have something to worry about when it comes to playing time? I think it just elevates the competition in the room. I mean, that's that's right. what you want. That's what Tomlin wants. He yeah. he loves competition. Obviously, you know right. firsthand. You know, um, definitely that competition. You know, it's gonna end with Pat Pete in there you know, he's going to elevate that competition level already because all those guys are going to look at Pat P like, man, I want to be you. I want to do what you did. You know, let's Definitely. go get a Super Bowl and everything like that. And then you got those guys vying to be that. And then you got the young guy. You got the new young guy coming in. It's, it's sim- very similar to last year. You know, we brought in Mitch Trubisky. We didn't think we were going to get Kenny Pickett at 20. We got him. That bred competition, you know. I, I still think Kenny Pickett won that battle in the preseason, but, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. That's another topic. <laughs> Man, here we go. Here yeah, we go. It, we it, it breeds competition, and, you know, we love competition uh, out here in Pittsburgh, and, you know, we want the best 11 out there on the field. And I like I said earlier, I think he's a day one starter, and I think he helps bring the best out of that uh, cornerback room. For sure, for sure, for sure. Well, man, that wraps it up for our segment, man. Our first segment with the three-point stance, man, with, with your boy D. Gray, the GOAT, Caleb in the building. And, man, be sure, man, this going to be on Twitter. This going to be all social platforms. Please like, subscribe on our YouTube page called Three Point Stance. We will return a favor. And please comment, man. Please be active in the comments. Please let us know your thoughts about Joey Porter Jr., where you think he should land, if Pittsburgh even the right spot for him. But let us know what you think, man. We would love to keep making videos in response to some of y'all reactions to these videos. But once again, Caleb, lead us out. Yeah, one more one more thing I'll say is, uh, like, like uh, my co-host said, uh, like, comment, subscribe. Um, if you guys have for our next draft profile video, anybody in particular you want us to cover, we'll do it. I'll throw up another uh, um, poll on Twitter. Have you guys voted out? Um, that's how we did this process. And um, I can't can't wait to get to get this started. You know, we're officially Hopefully. episode ones in the books. Definitely, and my eyes are on Deontay Banks Jr. Well, no, Deontay Banks. I thought his last name was Junior. But, yeah, Deontay Banks, <laughs> my eyes are on you, my boy. Yeah, let's get you on here next, man. But once again, we out. Three-point stances out. Peace.